Hey, yo, what's up? What's going on? This is Dre E. And it's the Minority Report, episode number six. And this is Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. So, um, before we get into it, man, I just want to say what's up to all the reporters out there. That's the, you know, the following. That's what I dubbed y'all, you know, the reporters. This is the Minority Report. So, um, just want to say shout out to all the reporters. Um, for spreading the word and getting the message out there that this pod, I mean that this podcast is going on. I appreciate all the love and all the support coming from everyone who's uh, liked the post, subscribed to the post, uh, followed any of you know, follow me on any of the uh, streaming platforms. Um, so I just want to get that shout out. And like I said, man, I just want to let y'all know, man, I really appreciate y'all, man, and uh, all the love you guys support, uh, you guys show. Um, over the last month that I've been doing this, um, I'm trying to get better. As you see, I added a mic, so um, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to get better at this, man. Trying to take this to, you know, the next level. So, um, in a, in the weeks, um, shit, in the weeks coming, I'm gonna have a few guests uh, on the on the pod, man, to see, you know, uh, female guests uh, in particular, but you know, male guests as well, because uh, you know. My number one feedback so far has been, you know, I need a female's perspective on some of these topics that I'm talking about. And I'm going to get just that. Some females on here to, you know, address some of these topics that we talk about. So without further ado, again, welcome to the Minority Report, episode number six. This one is friends. How many of us have them? Um, We're going to talk about friends and friendships and what that looks like and um, where to go from there for the most part. So. As, um, first, first things first is friends, the word friends and friendship and what that means to you. So what it means to me is pretty much unwavering support, um, from, I mean, not support unwavering loyal, well, yeah, support, but loyalty. Um, that's the word, um, loyalty. It can be bought. Um, I don't really think it could be. It's not something that you learn, or at least I don't think so. Either you're loyal or you're not loyal, and that's pretty much it. All of my relationships that I've ever formed in life has pretty much been based off of loyalty. It's never been about, you know, what someone else had or, you know, what they could do for me or what I could do for them. It's just strictly been about loyalty and what I meant to that person and what that person meant to me. And... um Shit, I've been accused of being loyal to a fault at times because uh, there's friends or yeah, there's friends that I grew up with or that I've known for a long time. And uh, yeah, I, I can't lie. Some of them have done me dirty and some I have. Well, not, I know I have not done any of them dirty. So I was about to say <laughs> I was about to lie right now. I've done none of my friends dirty in any shape, form or, or fashion, no matter what they may um think or heard or thought they heard about you know things that i've said or or um actions that i've taken um i've 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 pretty much any friend that i've any person that i've ever considered a friend i've been able to sit down and have a conversation with them and let them know exactly what it is i've said and i've said it with no remorse um because i feel like as a friend you should be able to go to your you should be able to go to your friends and tell them um, how they, how you feel about, you know, things that they do, things that they've said, um, because at the end of the day, it's a, we're all supposed to grow together. Now we all know that that's not always the case. Um, and if you, if you can't, if you, if you have a group of friends and you cannot be completely honest with them, then maybe, um, well not maybe shit, then the friendship is not what you, the friendship is not going to be a true friendship, period. You you can't you can't um, expect to have a friendship and just have yes men around you twenty four seven because that's not a friendship. Your your friends should be able to come to tell you, hey Dre, you know what? That shit you did yesterday, or that shit you said yesterday, or that shit you said. Period. Uh, I, I wasn't really a fan of that. Um, I think you should have handled this. I should. I think you should have handled this that way. I think you should have did this that way. Um, and I should be able to take that and. And really consider what my friend said. Now, over the years, I've told people plenty of times that 
you know, I don't really care what people think, but I've always, I've always told them that um, when it comes to my, my close, my close circle of friends, that their word is very important to me. And I listen to whatever it is they have to say, because the few people that have known me for years on end, and I've, I think they have a very good gist of who I am. I think it's important to listen to those type of people that you have in your life, because I don't believe that they're telling you anything to hurt you. They're just trying to tell you things to be aware of and to look out, look after for yourself. Now, with that being said, um, that's that's my definition. Like I said, just loyalty, un, undying, unwavering loyalty um, to your friends, your family, whoever it is you consider your friends. Now, um, the whole saying, you know, blood is thicker than water and, you know, friends come and go, families forever. Uh, we all know if you're my friend and you grew up with me, we all know how I feel about that. That's just not true in the least bit. I mean, because there's some friends who have, be I mean, I'm sorry, there's some family who has become strangers and there's some friends who have become family. And in my case, that's always been the case for me. My friends have always been my family. I know, I know all of my friends better than I know anyone blood related in my family outside of two or three cousins that I have blood relatives, first cousins that I have. I know my friends way better than them. Um, we're, we're closer than any, like I said, we're closer than anyone. That's my brother, my sisters that are still alive. I mean, I'm closer to my friends than I am my own siblings. And that's just how the cookie crumbled, I guess. So I've never been one to subscribe to that whole blood is thickening water shit um, because, uh, like I said, I never, it's, that's never been the case for me. The water has always been thicker than the blood for me. So, <laughs> so um, that's just it. I mean, because um, I, I can't even recall how that saying goes, but um, basically what it says is your loyalty to me de de um, depicts on what your position in my life is going to be. What your what your position in my life is going to be. Um, so if you're if you're one of those people with that uh, unwavering loyalty and and we have the same definition of friendship, then I yes I I consider you my family. Um, the shit I created well I didn't create it but the word family the word family um, pretty much best describes all my friends to me. Because they're they're family to me. That's just that. Um, um, to quote to quote my man Styles P. What he say? He said uh, he said I don't have friends. I have enemies. So if you see me, then that means they're my brother. That's what he said. So if they, if you see them with me, then that means they're my brother. If you see them with me, then that means they're my sister. That's how I consider all of my friends. So that's that's friendship to me. Um, what that means to me, um, and everybody may have a different definition of friends, but when it comes to the word friend, I take that very seriously. Um, I don't call everyone my friend. I don't say, hey, yo, that's we're friends. That's And I don't do it right off the bat because I believe that you, you can't really, I, I believe, this is just my personal belief. If your friendship has never been tested, then how do you know that they're your true friends? Because if everything is always peachy between um, between you guys, then you really never really know if that person has your back. So I'm a firm believer in your friendships having to be tested. They have to be battle tested. Um, and if you could come back from whatever it is, whatever discrepancies that, that you've had over the years, um, if you can talk about those things and move on and continue with a friend with the friendship, then that's a true friendship. And I've had my fair share of those uh, over the years, and 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 not not necessarily. It's, it's not always a, a, about um, between the two friends. It's always not always about friction in between the two friends. But I'm just saying like, if you've never been in any type of drama, if you guys never been in any type of fights or any type of anything to where they had to, to whereas their loyalty had to be put on display, then how do you really know if that person is a true friend of yours? In my opinion, that's not, that's he or she is not your friend. 
um, that's why I liken it to this, man. This is really how I liken it. Like, I grew up with some friends. I'm from Colleen, whoever, you know, if you don't know that. Small town in Texas. Um, I grew up with those friends. I played football with some of those friends. And we have, and I still, I'm still friends with some of those people till this day. And we have a tight, 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 tight friendship, right? Um, after high school, I joined the Air Force, right? And after high school, I joined the Air Force and I met a whole nother set of friends, right? And a lot of those people, I am, I am, not a lot of them, but a few of those people that I've met in the Air Force, we're still, we're still close to that. They're my brothers. They're my sisters. Now, those friendships that I formed in the military, they're different from my friendships that I formed when I was in high school with those friends, even though I've known those friends in high school a lot longer because those friendships that I formed in the military are unlike any other because my homeboy, my homegirl on the side of me, they was truly in they was truly willing to lay their lives down on the line to protect mine and vice versa from me to them. So that's a different type of that's a different type of commitment. That's a t different type of love. And at any given time, at any given moment, if if it was time to get it shaken, then we then we pretty much knew that we all had each other's back. And it and it goes without being said. And we still abide by those same rules and regulations to this day, as far as our friendships are concerned. Like that's it. I mean, that bond that I formed with them is is uh it's solid it's as solid as can be so that's that and then i after i got out of the air force and went back into the civilian sector or the civilian side of things i met uh i've met a few more people um who i consider my brothers and i consider my sisters i mean because and we've been through things i mean because shit life after the military and being a civilian, I mean, it's not too peachy all the time. So um, I met up with friends and um, we've done a few things and, and we've gotten to a few things that um, has tested our loyalty towards one another. And they've never folded on me to this day. They've never folded on me any and everything that I any and everything that I've ever needed. Um, I they've come through if and hopefully anything they've ever needed, if they needed it, I hopefully I've come through for them as well. But I say all that to say this, um, just because, let me see what I said, man. Let me, cause I want to, I want to quote what I, what I said, just because you've known someone a lifetime doesn't mean they're a lifetime friend. Just because you've known someone your whole life doesn't mean they're a lifetime friend. I mean, cause we all know, People change. People change every day. And that's a good thing, especially if it's for the better. If, if it's a if it's for the better, it's a good thing. So if you're changing for the better, that's a good thing. But if you're not and that's OK, like I like I've said in other podcasts, it's OK. Like everybody can't go. You know, sometimes we outgrow our friends and a lot of people, they get caught up in. Oh, I knew I, I've known her since sec or I've known her or I've known him since second grade. That's my best friend. She's like my sister, you know, but that relationship has not been beneficial to either one of you in the last five to 10 years. And y'all 40 years old now. Y'all 40 years old now. Y'all known someone since second grade. That was your best friend since second grade. But then when you get to looking back at the last five to 10 years, they've done nothing to support you. They've done nothing to motivate you. They've done nothing to inspire you. And y'all still consider these people your best friends or your friends. That's not how it goes. At least that's not how it should go. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of a lot of people put that uh, time stamp on on relationships. They figure like the, the longer I've known the person, the more I, I don't know why they equate the longer they've known someone to the the. Um, the the amount of loyalty that person has uh, for you no that's not true just because you've known someone for 20 years shit i've known people for 20 years i've known people for 20 plus years 
and that I thought that our friendships were solid as could be. <laughs> and no, was not the case because different situations come up and shit starts shit starts to unravel, you know? And there's no coming back from that. You know, and, and I, I, I tell I tell people all the time, man, it's like, no, man, I'll never anyone that I was ever friends with, man, I don't wish no ill will or anything like that upon them. I don't. Um, I want to see them. I want to see them succeed. If they ever was to call me um, and they needed some help, I would help them because I still got love for them. But I just got to love them at a distance. I got to keep them at arm's length. And that's just how that goes. So. When it comes to these long-term friends, I mean, just because you've known them a long time, within that 20 to 40 or shit, 20 to 30 years, um, I'm just speaking for people in my age range, within that 20 to 40 years, um, what, what, what has that person done to show you that they're loyal to you, you know? Um, and it could be the same, and like me and, my, me and my close friends, especially my friends from back home and shit, all my friends, really. Um, we don't talk on a daily basis. We just don't. But the bonds that we have, I mean, we just have those bonds. I got a homegirl. I got a homegirl, man, who uh, who um, who moved like I think twice. Um, twice at one, you know, she moved to San Antonio. From San Antonio, she moved back to Killeen. So the time she moved to San Antonio, um. She needed help. Um, and like I said, me, me, her and I, we don't talk on a daily basis, but she hit me up and I, I told her like, y'all, I don't, I don't care. And I was, I was working in every, I mean, I was working in everything. I'm still working in everything, but, um, I was working for, I was working for Walmart at the time. I, was, I had an employer at the time and she hit me up and she was like, yo, Dre, um, I'm moving to San Antonio. I'm gonna need your help. I need you pack. I need you help move. It's nothing. She was like, I'm not sure what time, I mean, you know, your schedule, whatever the case may be. Um, and I was like, nah, just let me know when you need me and I'll be there. And I was there. And I know that may be minor to a lot of people, uh, but I hate moving. That's, <laughs> that's first and foremost. So when you're an army brat or you've been in the military period or just one, someone who moves around a lot. Shit, man. We all know how, pain, how much of a pain that is. But I, and I hate moving. Hate it with a passion. But that's my homegirl, man. She needed me. She needed me to be there. So I was there. And then when she left San Antonio to go back uptown, to, I mean, uptown, up to Colleen, she hit me again. Um, and it was just me and her at this time because she, she hired some movers, but, you know, they wasn't moving fast enough, man. So, I mean, it was just her and I. We got started. We moved. I mean, packed her, her truck up, her youth hall up. And that was that. But it's just stuff like that. I mean, like I said, those are the little things. But. I've always wanted my <clears throat> I've always wanted my friends to know that I'm always going to be there for them forever, and I've I've bought, I mean I've got some of the I've met some of the coolest people ever um, in the world, man. I got I got people that like I said I mean they're closer to me than my own family is, and you know it is what it is. But what I the point I was making is um, just because you know someone a long time doesn't mean that they're your lifetime friend. I mean, they could be a lifetime acquaintance, but they're not their, they're not your lifetime friend. So friends and acquaintances is two different things. And like I said, if your friendship has never been tested, if their loyalty has never been tested to you, if they never came through in a clutch for you, if they never if they never um, told you you was wrong, then I mean, I mean, you're basing your friendship over all great um, harmonious times. So you don't really know if that person's a friend or not. I mean, because like I said, your friendship has never been uh, your friendship has never been battle tested. You know, so. When it comes to the longevity of friendships, I mean, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, um, especially when you've known someone for a long time. The, the longevity of it all is 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 one thing that's cool, but. In that time, like I said, I mean, how many times has a relationship been tested, right? So I pulled this Jay-Z quote that um, since I heard it, it really just, you know, resonated with me. Um, so I'm going to share that with y'all. And he said, um, when it comes to friends, he said, you know, he said, you never know who your true friends are until you both have a little bit of money. 
Because if y'all both broke, there's no strain on the relationship. Y'all both broke. And if you got money and he ain't got no money, he still needs you. So you'll never really feel, I mean, you'll never really know how he feels about you. When you both get some, when you both get some, a little bit of money, if you, when y'all both get a bag, y'all get, y'all both get a little bit of paper, then you'll really see who your, who your friends are. When I first heard that, it resonated with me because it's the truest shit ever. And if you think about life and how life goes and, and how it's gone for you and your friends and the people that you've considered friends at one point in time, you know, um, that shit holds weight. It just does. It holds weight. It's like when you when you're young and y'all ain't got no money, y'all out there playing ball, y'all out there, you know, you know, working a little after school jobs or, you know, you guys got parents and shit and they're giving y'all money and shit. So y'all, you know, y'all young, y'all going out, y'all having fun. Everything is everything. And then like once one of y'all gets some money, um, like he said, I mean, you really never know how the other friend feels because they need you, you know, and that's... <laughs> that's that's sad to say but that's that's a reality so you really never really know how they feel about you because you know they they oh it don't even got to be money it could be um it could be a car you know you could you in high school you could you, you could that could start way back in high school you know if you got a car and your friends don't got a car they give you giving them rides every day or they're giving you rides every day like you never it could be like i said it could be anything because you never really know until y'all both start to match up with the money on your, and y'all on the, on the same level as far as making that money is concerned, you know? So once y'all both start making money and y'all start getting your own things and then you'll see how, you know, how strong that relationship is. And unfortunately, um, that, that's true, man. That, that really, that really, that's really one of those lessons that we all, have learned in life it's like yo so we both making money we both got a job and we out there getting money and then like uh, some people man they'll switch up on you start hanging out with other people start hanging out with other you know other quote-unquote friends um and that's that only thing i could say about that is like i said before man everybody can't go everybody cannot go i um when it comes to this whole loyalty thing, man, and it comes to friendships, um, I just recently watched the uh, Aaron Hernandez doc on Netflix. This is not a plug for him, um, but I watched that, uh, and it's a, in my opinion, it's a great documentary. Um, it's well put together. Um, tragic story, um, just all the way around. Um, especially for the, you know, the victims involved, because it seems like all of his victims, um, when it comes to the people he allegedly murdered, um, they all seem to be real good people, um, from what everyone's, um, saying about them. But I bring that doc up to say, uh, what's her name? Um, Aaron Hernandez's cousin, Tanya Singleton, as solid as they come. Yes, all fucked up trash. I mean, all it's all fucked up uh, situation um, that was going on. But she, it's like I said, man, as solid as they come. And if you've seen that doc and you know who Tanya Singleton is, his cousin, the one who had cancer, who pleaded the fifth, um, was already dying of cancer, plead the fifth still, nothing said took her time, took that shit on the chin, the cancer and all her um, cancer uh, while she was in prison began to spread even more. And she died shortly after, you know, she got out of prison. But the, the point of me bringing that up is um, if you don't have that type of loyalty around me, then you should not ever be around me. And I will never be around you if I don't feel that my loyalty like that to you is as strong as her loyalty was to Aaron Hernandez. That may be a controversial statement because of the things that were involved in, in, in that situation. But a lot of us, we come from the streets. A lot of us, you know, we come from we come from the hood and we, we come from um, we come from these places that uh, a lot of people wouldn't dare walk through. And yes, we, we grow up in the, with the code of, you know, no snitching, whatever you want to call it. But it's not about that. I'm not I'm not promoting the whole no snitching shit. I mean, we got kids out there. 
We got innocent bystanders out there. We got people out there all day, every day getting murdered by ignorant motherfuckers doing in it. I mean, doing ignorant things. So I'm not promoting the whole no snitching shit. I mean, because those rules only abide. I mean, those rules only are for the people involved in, you know, the activities that they're involved in. It's not it's not for civilians. And the civilians are your innocent people who go to court and let them know, like, yeah, that's that motherfucker that shot my daughter. That's that motherfucker that shot my brother. You know, they're not gangbangers. They're not gangsters. They're not. They're not. They're not out here, you know, living that street life. So those rules don't apply to those people. But the point, like I said, is she was solid. She was solid for Aaron Hernandez, and for the most part, me and my friends. I mean, I, I feel that we we have that amount of loyalty when it comes to one another but like i said um along those same lines speaking about tanya and aaron's uh relationship as cousins tanya was the older one and she knew aaron was a promising football star so where she went wrong was she should have been guiding him in the wrong in the wrong i mean she should have been guiding him in the right direction and uh steering him away from all the criminal activities that was going on from what they say um, around her house and in her house. And that's the thing about friends. And that's the thing about the people who truly care about you. Um, they're not going to steer you um, in a way that is going to cause you. They should not steer you in a way that's going to cause you any harm, especially when you get up here at this age. It's like, if the homie wasn't coming to me and be like, yo, Dre, thinking about robbing a bank or whatever they're thinking about to do, thinking about they're going to do as far as criminal activity, um, it's my duty as a friend and as someone who loves them to try to steer them away from that. You know, trying to steer them away from that. Don't like don't get involved in that. Let's think about some other options. Like, what are we going to do? That's my job as a friend to do that. It's my job as a friend to. um to protect you at all times. That's what that means to me. Like I could, I must speak on an example for myself, man. Um, shit, when I was with my ex, um, I had a lot of friends, a lot of people who I thought were my friends, um, um, telling telling my ex things about me for one that they didn't even know. <laughs> that's the shit. Yo, that's the shit. So. These friends that I went to high school with, right? Mind you, I ain't been around these motherfuckers since high school. Um, no, no type, like really, like not really at all. I mean, we 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 hung out, you know, on vacation and things. Um, I was in Vegas, they was in Texas, and and wherever else they were in the in the world. But the point of the matter is, um, they're telling my ex how I am and how I was, or how they felt I was around women. Back in my high school days, basically they say, you know, yeah, he was a player. Um, he does like the women and all this. Hey, man, newsflash. Yes, I love women. I do. I'm a man. I love women. Um, I'm attracted to women. Um, but the thing is, you could not find any woman that I've dated and said that I've done them dirty or done them, done, done them wrong. But they felt at liberty to tell my ex that... Uh, you know, that how I was or how they felt I was with women. And like I said, none of them has seen me around a woman since high school. So how the hell do you know how I'm around women? And the women that I've dated, um, like I said, the women I've dated, they can't ever say I did anything wrong by them. So it's just things like that. Like, like if you're my friend, and then a lot of them didn't even tell me they even had the conversation. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm I'm hearing things from my ex and it's like, oh, okay, that's 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 what we doing. But that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Like, I'm not ever as a friend, man, I don't give a fuck who comes to me. I'm not ever offering no information to nobody about you without running it through you first. That's just who I am as a friend. So, during that time, man, I found out a lot of like I said, a lot of people um, just wasn't really for me. But like I said, I mean, I'm glad I found it out because now I know where to hold you. I know where to, you know, 
I know, you know, I got to keep you at a distance and shit, you know, so, but then I had some friends, I did have friends as well, who I did um, speak to about, you know, relationships, my relationship, the relationship that I was in. And um, they would tell me like, yo, Dre, if, if this is what's going on and this, that, and the third, like, this is what you need to do. Like straight up, they would straight up tell me. And it wasn't everything that I wanted to hear. But like I said, that they were straight up with me. They were always honest with me. And I, like I said, we have that we have that open line of communication that should have been there with the other people volunteering information about me. And they have, like I said, they haven't been around me since fucking high school. So I thought that shit was a joke. So, um, and even in high school, I wasn't a fucking bad guy. They, 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 they was making me out to seem like I was some uh, womanizing ass nigga just running around hoeing and dating other women. And it was never like that. Because if you was around me in high school, then you would know that. Because that was never the case. But that's neither here nor there. But that's just to say, like I said, I mean, you got these people who've known you their whole lives and they feel like they got, you know, some, they got, they have a, you know, picture of you in their head of who you, who they think you are, um, just because of what they think they see. They have no idea of who you are as a person. And especially if, like I said, if the last time when y'all hung out was in high school, like you can't base nothing off of high school. We was all young. We all change. We all get better. Hopefully we all get better with time. So, when it comes to these, this, the loyalty and things like that, like I said, if, if you ain't, if you ain't battle tested, if situations don't come up, then how would you ever know? How would you ever know if you've never been tested, if, if, if you've never been battle tested, you'll never know. So that's when it comes to friends, that's my take on friends, man. That's just. Friends, that's one of them words like, no, nah, I don't like I said, it's, it's like friends, sorry, love, all of these words that are just become so disposable now because everybody use, oh, that's my friend or, you know, all that stuff. No, nah, man, I mean, we cool, but it doesn't necessarily mean we're friends. And like I said, if you're true friend, if you are true friends, you'll be able to sit down and talk about anything and shouldn't be no and there shouldn't be any type of. Uh, ill will, ill feelings toward the other person who is bringing you whatever information they're bringing you. Because friends have to be able to, if that's what you're friends for, you have to be able to have uncomfortable conversations with the people that supposedly know you the best. And the supposed, and with the people who supposedly are there to hold you down. But over the time, like I said, over time, man, time will tell and time will always tell um, what's real and what's not. And unfortunately, a lot of people, a lot of friends, they're just not they're just not real. A lot of a lot of people, they're around you for, you know, what they can get out of you. A lot of people are around you, especially now with the whole social media era. Um, a lot of people around you just to get the same, just, just to get followers from you, which is ridiculous, especially when you're our, at my age and the shit that people do to get attention and to grab attention is just, it's, it's, it's almost like this, this, this social media fame is like a drug because they get, they get a high from, you know, the amount of likes on the amount of shares and shit that they get. Like we gotta, we, we shit, we gotta grow up. <laughs> shit, most of us is already grown, so you would think. But so, social media ain't real. Those are not your real friends. And the the sad thing about it is, those are not just those are not your real friends. Social media is not real. But. Each and every day, those are the people that we're worried about impressing. Those are the people that we want to, you know, portray this certain life with lifestyle with. While a lot, a lot of us have families my age. A lot of us have families now, um, and we have people. You know, we have kids. We have a husband. We have a wife. Whoever we have in our house, and we're not even giving them that amount of attention. You know, and now that I've said that. Um, 
the, the, let me let me give y'all some um, advice. Um, now, one of my best friends, right? Um, every time I go to her house, um, every time I would go to her house, rather, or we would hang out, rather, you know, always had a damn phone in my hand, you know, because um, shit. And I never even really looked at it until, like I said, as a as being the good friend that she is, she brought that shit to my attention. And she's like, I don't know, I don't know how she put it, but basically, <laughs> if you know her, she pretty much just told me straight up, like, I don't think she told me uh, um, straight to my face, like, Every time I'm around you, you're on your motherfucking phone. I don't think she said it like that. <laughs> I think she put it in a scenario and shit. And she was basically telling me, like, if you notice, uh, every time, every time, you know, we're around each other, I'm not on my phone. And then, like, something like, it was something like that. But it, when she said that, it clicked and it dawned on me that every fucking time we're around each other, I'm on my, I'm on my phone. So... What that does is it, it it takes away from the time that you're there to spend with whoever you're there to spend the time with. Because how much how much attention are you truly devoting to the person you're in front of if you're always on your fucking phone? You know, um, it's crazy, man. I know. It, it's just it's. It, we're so consumed by these damn phones and by what's going on in social media. Like I said, we got the people, we got people sitting right there in front of us. We're not even giving them that amount of attention. It's, it's actually, it's real disrespectful to if you're in the presence of anyone and you're constantly on your phone. It's like, give it a break, man. Social media, work, all that shit. But if, if, if I, if you come to my house or vice versa and we're there to see each other, it's disrespectful to always be on your phone. Like, get that shit a rest, man. Whatever that shit's going on, it could wait. I promise you it could wait. If it's work, I mean, I, I do. I understand if it's work. But we, sometimes when we just got to devote, we got to say, fuck that work. We, we got to devote that time to the people in front of us until, until our loved ones, our children, our family um my daughter man she'll tell me all the time like uh, if if i get on that phone <laughs> she'll tell me no phone like put that put it down put it away uh put it that's what she'll put she put it away daddy put it away that's what she'll tell me if i if i pick up the phone check it if i get on the phone to talk um and 99 percent of the time i put it down because like i said it's just it's it's a disrespectful thing i mean these people are trying to spend time with you these are your loved ones. These are your friends. And you're constantly on your phone. And like I said, I'm guilty of that shit. I was guilty of that shit for a long time. But now when I'm in the presence of my friends, I try to make it a conscious effort. Or my family, whoever. I try to make it a conscious effort to put that shit down. Because it could wait. Let me devote this time to whoever it is I'm here to see. And honestly, you guys, that shit, just putting your phone away or putting your phone down will um will uh what's the word i'm looking for um you would become more present and it'll make your relationship your friendship better these days in this day and age because we put too much effort and time into these damn into into this social media shit and we got motherfuckers we got loved ones around us who truly want to fuck with us and true and truly care about and truly like you you know what i mean showing you that they truly like and care about you and you can't even devote that time to them. A lot of us now, we have, you know, we have family. So we, we don't get to spend the kind of time that we spent with each other when we were all single. Doing our own thing. I mean, when you're all single, you can pick up and go and do whatever you want to do. Now, you know, that those times are few and far in between. Um, I have recommendations for that. I mean, I, I think that it's healthy that. You guys, as a, as friends, just get get together. Um, if you if it's a girls, go on a girls trip once a year. Um, I think that's that's I think that's needed. I think guys should go on a guys trip once a year. 
Um, if you guys all have mutual friends, go on a, a friends trip together uh, once a year. Because it's necessary, man. You, we, 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 we get caught up in this, in this thing we call life and we forget to, to, um, to be in tune, to be present with the people that we love. Because we get caught up in our own lives. And then what happens is, oh, one of us will pass away. And then it's, oh, I wish we would have did this. I wish we would have did that. Because we don't never devote that time to one another. Like, oh, or they'll think, oh, so-and-so's busy or, or blah, 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 and whatever the case may be. But I'm telling y'all right now, man, we got to start making these memories. Start making these memories with the people that you love. Because especially the people in my age group, I mean, we're only getting older. I mean, everybody's only getting older, but, you know, we're up there. So start to start devoting some of this time. Um, our, our family's there. I mean, your loved ones, they know, man. You, you're with them every day. They know. But, you know, you got to reconnect with some of your friends. I mean, check on them. And then, and then really take that time to check on them when you are in the presence of them. I know, guys, I know we're guilty of that. My homie like, yo, Dre, what's good? Everything good? Everything's good, yo, you know? It's all love. I mean, everything's everything, you know? That, that's, the <laughs> that's pretty much the gist of our answers to each other. It's like, yo, we don't, we don't, we don't want to talk about nothing um, of, in, with, of substance because, you know, we don't want the homies to look like, hey, I'm telling my homeboys, and I think they all know this, like, if, if I'm going through some shit, and I really, really need your help. No matter how hard it is for me, and it's been hard for me. I, I gotta pick up that phone, like, yo, this this was popping, man. Um, I need this, that, and the third. And it's not even every time it's not even a need shit. It's like sometimes when I call my like I'm a texter. Everybody knows like I'm a texter. I'll text you till I'm blue in the face. But when I'm when I call you up, man, it's just like, y'all really need to hear that. I really need to, you know, I really need to uh you know, talk to you, man, just and and just to hear your voice, just to hear in your voice that you're doing good or just to, just for you to make me laugh without you even knowing. But but guys, fellas, man, we got to get to a point to where it's OK, man. It's cool. It's cool to let the homie know. Hey, yo, bro, yo, I'm fucked off, man. I need some help. Um, I'm going through this. This is what I'm going through. Um can you help me out like give me some wisdom give me some guidance and shit man we'll we'll suppress this shit until we blew in the face <laughs> i got a homie we <laughs> i got one of my homeboys man we we <laughs> and if he see this he know who i'm talking to man. <laughs> we supposed to have a conversation like three months ago and every time <laughs> Every time we talk to each other, we tell each other, yo, I'll tell him, like, yo, what's up with that conversation? He's like, no, nah, we're going to have it. He's just like, you know, we're we going <laughs> to. Or he'll tell me, yo, I still need to talk to you about that one thing. And it literally has been about three months now, man. But that's my man. And I know, you know, I still, like I said, when I call him and I call on him and check on him, and just, so, just so I can hear his voice and, uh, Make sure his uh his his you know he he sound good you know what I mean because that's my man and I could tell man and I could tell like you know in the last few times I talked to him and he did he did seem down and all but you know like I said I mean I can't force him to talk um I can't force him to talk to me so as always when he's ready man he gonna he gonna do what he do but fellas man we gotta we gotta let the fucking tough guy and he's not one of those act like a tough guy shit but mo most of us you know we on our you know macho machismo type shit man and we don't want to let anybody know that you know we got feelings and shit and then we, especially our homeboys you know we don't want to be you know vulnerable in front of our homeboys but nah man we gotta we gotta let that shit ride man we gotta we gotta open up to each other and start having those conversations same thing with the with the uh girls they, they pretty much do that shit i mean for the most part and I could pretty much open up to all of my homegirls uh, for the most part as well. And I think they feel that, you know, they can open up to me. But it's, it's usually the fellas who and, and a lot of fellas won't even open up to their homegirls. They just want to, you know, shoulder everything. And, you know, but that's your friend, man. Your friend is going to your friend is not going to your friend should not, I should say, judge you when it comes to that shit, you know. And your he or she shouldn't be messy 
when you're opening up to them and they run around a fucking town or get up on social media or they text them motherfuckers your business, man. Keep that shit they business. I mean, because if they wanted the world to know, I'm feeling that they would have posted that. So, um, fellas, man, we got, like I said, we got to do a better job of just, uh, just opening up, um, especially with one another, like, especially, like I said, if we could get together and, uh, do a guy's trip, if guys could get together every year and do a guy's trip, do a guy's trip or just do a, a trip with your friends, guys and girls, whoever, you know, your, your team, your crew. Um, I recommend that because it's much needed and we really shouldn't be going years without seeing each other because at any time, any of us, at any time, any of us could go and like shit, man, I <laughs> shout out to my boy, Reggie, man. Um, I've been telling Reggie since shit, man, <laughs> 2001. That I'm going to get up to the Seattle area. But I promised him this year, man, I'm going to get up there. And I'm going to get up there. And I ain't seen Reggie. I don't think shit. I don't think I've seen Reggie since about 03, 04, like in person. And we always, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But that's what I'm talking about. So I'm throwing myself under the bus, man. It's just like, yo, I got to take that time out to do that. Um, especially, like, after the year I had last year to where I was like, yo, there's two times that year I could have been out of here, you know? And like I said, I mean, I've been telling my man Reggie for almost 20 years that, yo, I'm going to be out there. I'm, I'm going to come check you out, you know. But um, like I said, we're going to make that happen. But take some time for your friends, man. Believe it or not, man, we need each other. And I, and I know that because every time I see one of my people that I ain't seen in a minute, man, it's all love. It's all love, man. And it's like, and we ain't even got to be doing shit. We could just be chilling in the crib with each other, just shooting the shit. But... It's that feeling of love um, that we need. We just need that shit. We need it. Um, so be more present, man. Put the phones down when you're with your family, when you're with your friends. When you're with your loved ones, put that phone down, man. Be present. Take it all in, man. Take it all in. Stop devoting. Uh, stop being in front of someone and then devoting 90% of that time to your phone, man. That shit is whack. We got to do a better job of that. And I read somewhere... Um, uh, shit, and I think we did. Th I think that we did this a couple of times in my family. Like we go back home, we got a <laughs> mommy with a. I, I don't know who came up with that, but we had a basket to where when we come in the door, we got to put our cell phone in the basket, and then she'll go put it up. Um, but that's a brilliant idea. But it sucks that it takes that to happen for everybody to be in tune with each other. But that's a genius idea. That is a genius idea um, too. When you go into a house, especially when you around the holidays with your family, with your friends, man, get a basket, man, and put them phones in that basket because everyone that you love should be in that room. You know what I mean? For the most part, I mean, I can say everyone, but you know what I mean. You get the gist of what I'm saying. Put them phones in the basket and have somebody go put those put those phones up, man. Be in the be be present in the moment with your family. Um, have some tough conversations with your family. And your friends, man, for really figure out like what's going on in their lives and shit, because that's what we're here for. We're here to help each other. Um, the uh, the other one is, I seen this on uh on Facebook on social media, where you're a guys a guys night out or a girls night out, and you know everybody's at table uh, at the dinner table, um, and they put the phones in the middle of the table, they stack the phones in the middle. It was a guys, it was a guys, but of course girls could do this too. It was guys, you know, on the um, stack their phone in the middle of the table. And the first significant, like, the first person whose significant other texts them, well, it wasn't the Texas, calls them. They had to foot the bill for everybody. <laughs> and, and I think it was if they answered it, then they had to foot the bill for everybody. And that, that, that's just another way of, you know, making sure you're present with your friends and you don't need any outside, you know, distractions, man. Spend that time with them. Leave that phone alone, man. Keep that phone in your pocket. Just leave it away because we really got to get back to human touch, man. Like, like really hanging out with each other, seeing each other, things of that nature. And it's like, um, Shit, man, a lot of us, some of us, man, we'll be in the same city as our family and our and our close friends and don't even see each other. And I'm guilty of that shit, man. I, I'm guilty of, like, going down to uh, to my hometown. I check in, do what I got to do, and I'm out. You know what I mean? A lot of times I don't even let people know I'm, I'm coming, and that's fucked up. <laughs> hey, that's fucked up, man. So I got to do better, man. So 
2020 2020 vision man we got to do better we're gonna um we're gonna get there man we're gonna get there so that's episode six friends how many of us have them episode number six of the minority report um you can find the minority report on all your streaming platforms on spotify itunes youtube um anchor app we're on the anchor app as well um thank you guys for listening thanks for everybody for tuning in thanks for your time uh shit um damn i got done just in time man i'm about to go catch this uh this um kansas city tennessee game so hopefully you know i'm from texas so my home's from texas so i'm going with my homeboy <laughs> so uh hopefully um Hopefully it's uh what's my name? Kansas City and shit man I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan but nah man we going I'm I'm I was born in Oakland California Frisco was always uh, one of my favorite teams one of my favorite teams so I'm I'm rocking with them um and I hope Mahomes takes it all man I mean at the end of the day my loyalty lies with Texas any which way I could say that anything or anyone about texas outside of the cowboys is in the, is in the super bowl i'm a root for that man i'm a root for that so Mahomes, uh the chiefs that's my prediction to win the super bowl man and hopefully they get that taken care of um you guys have a great uh work week um tune in to minority report like it share it follow it please start listening to it on the streaming apps uh, like like i said spotify itunes the anchor app um, yes, I have YouTube, I have YouTube viewership as well, but um, I need those follows, man. Share this shit, man. And now that I got the mic and everything worked out, man, we we should be moving forward from here. All right, all right, man. Peace and love, love y'all, and y'all take care. Peace. <laughs>